0: I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian. From the Rio South Texas Economic Council, Matt Ruschek spoke to Steve Taylor about the Texas comptroller's sales tax revenue report just released in October. Ruschek says that the positive news continues with our region posting a better performance than the state of Texas. In this report, Ruschek compares August 2018 to August 2019.
1: This is Steve Taylor for the Rio Grande Guardian and KEDT Radio. We're in McAllen, Texas today. We've got our monthly update on sales tax revenues for the region, courtesy of Matt Ruschek from the Rio South Texas Economic Council. We're looking at the October report uh, issued by the comptroller's office on sales tax revenues and then the funding that comes back back to the cities here, and uh, that reflects the August 2019 period. So Matt, it's been a good year so far. What's the latest? Well, yeah, I'm in danger of sounding
2: like a broken record, uh, and which is a good problem to have because the report is once again positive. Uh, and to to take away the biggest takeaway up front, uh, we are once again beating the performance of the state in our region. So, uh, all good on this front. And as you mentioned, this is the August, this is the October report reflecting August sales. And the numbers I'm going to discuss is comparing August 2019 to August of 2018. So let's go ahead and dig into that. Uh, for the state of Texas as a whole, the state for the month of August was up 3.89 percent. Steady, strong growth. If you look at our region specifically, uh, our counties performed as follows. Cameron County as a whole was up 8.4 percent. Idago County as a whole was up 5.84 percent. Star County was up 8.54 percent. And Raymondville saw a little bit of fluctuation this month. They're actually down uh, 27.59% um, this month. So if you take it all together, our region as a whole was up 6.36%. So almost double the growth rate um, of the state number. If we dive into the individual communities, uh, in Cameron County, we had some very strong performers. Um, Brownsville was up 10.66%. Harlingen was up 3.85%. Port Isabel had a good month at 6.88% growth. San Benito did very well, up 15.14%. And the island had a strong month, up 9.89%. If we look at Hidalgo County, Edinburgh was up 13.73%, McAllen was up 3.3%, Mission was up 8.75%, Far was up 3.04%, and Westlaco was up 3.17%. And, and that is something I haven't seen on these reports in probably a decade or so, we had Mercedes exactly flat at 0.00%. Uh, if we look uh, across to the to the more rural areas of our region, uh, Rio Grand City had a good performance this month, um, up 8.27% and Raymondville had a dip. they're actually down 29.13 percent. Now disclaimer on the on the Raymondville number. Uh, smaller communities tend to have quite wild fluctuations Uh, and so Ravenville had had a few months recently where they're up 30 percent so I think it's more important on those numbers to look at the year-to-date numbers so for the last 10 months Raymondville overall is up 4.12%. So they're going going steady. Um, just individual months tend to fluctuate as they are smaller communities. So small changes make a big impact percentage-wise. Um, but overall, like I said, the, the, the region has performed well. Uh, we are once again outperforming the state as a whole. Um, and for year-to-date, now 10 months into the reporting year, um, our region is up 8.12%. It's a very, very strong performance. And if we compare the state, which is as a whole up 4.67%, that means we're growing at roughly double the rate of growth uh, that the state does. And once again, sound like a broken record. I've been saying this over and over again for the, for the last several months. Uh, but once again, that is a really good problem to have. And uh, Nueces County and Webb County? Yes, yeah, so if we look to our neighbors, um, the, uh, the folks in Nueces County, so the neighbors to the north, the Corpus Christi area, they're actually quite flat for this month. Um, they're up 0.78%, so 0.78%. Um, and the folks in Webb, they had actually a really, really good month uh, compared to last year. They're up 12.55%. Now, looking at at some of these numbers, I'm not going to dive too deep into an analysis here, uh, because we had kind of a uh, a slight shift this year. So what happens Labor Day weekend um, tends to either fall in August or in September or half and half, uh, and we had a slight shift this time around. So I'm going to wait for the September numbers to come out uh, before we look at the at the at the both of them together to kind of get a better trend. Um, but, uh, once again, overall, pretty good performance. And if we look, uh, even compare for, a little bit further around the state, uh, let me tell you all that on the border, uh, we had the following performances. I just mentioned Webb County, the Laredo area, uh, up strong, 12.55% for the year. Uh, Maverick County, Eagle Pass area, they were actually flat. They were down 0.03%, so effectively zero. Uh, Valverde was up 9.3%. That's Del uh, Del Rio. And El Paso County, which is El Paso, was up 6.16%. And if you look at some of the other major markets in the state, San Antonio uh, was up 2.24. Houston was up 4.21. Austin was up 256 Fort Worth was up 422 and Dallas was actually off 11.33%. Not quite sure what happened there. But if you look at it overall, the, most of the major communities were kind of in trend with the state uh, at uh, a lower single-digit growth for the month. And like I mentioned earlier, our region as a whole was up 6.36% the month, so a little bit higher uh, single-digit growth. Uh, so once again, a, a good, strong report, 10 months in the reporting year, and I'm really looking forward to the next two months. And hopefully we'll close this year out strong uh, and also has tr- start strong into the Christmas season. All indicators at this point in time look pretty decent. Uh, we obviously don't know what the future holds, but uh, we have reasons to be optimistic.
1: And um, if we're performing not um, twice as well as the state, but very close to it, mm-hmm. um, that we, we could put that down to either a... St- the population is growing faster here. There's more people buying things. Or our disposable, disposable income has gone up. Mm-hmm. Or we're getting more visitors from Mexico. Any thoughts on what it might be? I would probably, you know, if I, it's very, very
2: hard to tie, you know, one number to another number. But I think that if we if we had to do a little bit of, of uh, educated speculation, um, I would say it's probably the strength of the local consumer. Uh, between the population growth and, and wage growth and employment growth uh, here in the area that's helping drive these numbers, because if I look at my two favorite indicators, and I'm going to have to expand these when we start doing next year's reporting, of the peso and the oil price, um, those numbers actually don't look that good. Uh, you know, if you look compare August uh, 2019 to August 2018, the oil price is down significantly. Um, Oil was between 65 and 70 in 2018, and in 2019 it was up between 51 and 57. Uh, Now, look at the oil price because it's a driver for the Texas economy as a whole. Uh, Plus, we have a lot of folks uh, who are either in the region or from the region who spend money here um, that work in the oil and gas-related industry. So that, that number drives uh, a lot of activity obviously a lot of wages um, when we look at the peso which we look at, at you know the strength of the, the buying power of our friends from the south side the peso was also weaker not as much as uh, as the old price but the peso in 2018 hovered between 18.4 and 19.2 and in 2019 we were between 19.2 and 20 um, so the peso was weaker the old price was weaker nonetheless our numbers continued to grow when you track the numbers on unemployment in this region, those numbers continue to outperform historical data, uh, and so it's a pretty good indicator that it is the local consumer that that is the one that's spending more, um, and this just speaks of the of the health of our regional economy. Any other thoughts? No, I think that's it. I think you know once again a little bit of a broken record, but it's it's a it's a good broken record. It's a good song that we get to play here every month. And once again, I'm cautiously optimistic in looking at the, at the next two months of reporting. Um, and hopefully that trend continues in the next year
1: as well. Yeah, the two, those two months being the last two months of this um, fiscal year. Correct. And so you'll have um, very soon you'll have the year, the year as a whole and uh, you'll be able to compare. We will be able to compare the last 12 months with the previous 12 months. But all the signs right now are looking very good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Matt Ruzcek, Real South Texas Economic Council, Executive Director, thank you so much for today's report.
0: And of course, you can stay informed about the latest Texas sales tax revenue report from the comptroller's office in the Rio Grande Guardian. I'm Mario Munoz for the Rio Grande Guardian with some public service information. The holiday shopping season is fast approaching and identity theft can become a problem. Here's Rev Torres with the Texas Taxpayer Assistance Project. Every year,
3: taxpayers fall prey to taxpayer-related fraud. There are consequences to you, the taxpayer, if you become a victim. One common fraud is identity theft. Someone else is using a person's name, social security number, or other information to file a fake tax return and thus causing problems for the taxpayer. Many people fall victim to identity theft during the holiday season when people are busy with other activities such as shopping or traveling and they are not as careful about protecting their personal information. This could leave people vulnerable to falling victim to taxpayer fraud. It is important to be aware of taxpayer-related fraud during the holiday season. Find out about this and other tax-related topics by contacting the Texas Taxpayer Assistance Project at 956-393-6200. And as always, at the Texas Taxpayer Assistance Project, a project of Texas Rio Grande Legal Aid Incorporated, we are here to help.